Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. How good are you at making difficult decisions? Taking time to consider options is fine, but if decisions are too often left in stasis, it could signal the end of your business. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. If indecision is impacting the flow of progress, it doesn't really matter how good your idea, product or service is. The business will simply cease to perform. As Asia-Pacific business coach for EOS Worldwide, Dan Williams has witnessed team paralysis when people are presented with the need to make decisions. He says that when leaders fail to decide, they fail as leaders. But all is not lost. Dan offers five ways to approach decision-making. But he begins by explaining to me the balance between taking time to decide and becoming indecisive. Well, in the work that I do, I am privileged to see teams work through challenges as a business coach. And I often say to my teams, how many times have we restated or stated that information? I call it circling the wagons. So... Mm. If we're constantly regurgitating or restating the same information, maybe it's time to make a decision. Mm. Uh, So I often encourage teams to listen for that. Maybe it's simplistic, but I find that it's effective. Mm. In your experience as a coach, how has indecision impacted businesses? Well, quite often it can be as minor as missing a minor opportunity through to letting a business be stuck at a ceiling because we are not ready to make a decision. But more recently, I see a lot of businesses paralysed by indecision or indecisiveness around people, and especially in a tight job market. We can't possibly have that conversation with them because, you know, what if they leave? And so I often find myself saying, so what's the outcome if we do or we don't have that conversation? When you are talking about staff in particular, if, if they do make a bad decision or what might be considered the wrong decision, what impact does that have on businesses? So if I give the example of tolerating behaviour, quite often businesses will tolerate behaviour from people because they might be brilliant or might be good at their job and that might seem like the right thing, but delaying making a call or calling out those things actually then can erode other people's perception of leadership or it can also lower the standards. And so people think, well, if they can get away with it, then I can get away with it. And so being not prepared or unprepared to make that call can have a ripple effect even sometimes after that person goes or after you make that tough decision that you know, lives well beyond that. Mm. Well, you have five key considerations that you lean on time and again when it comes to decision-making. And the first one you say is, does the decision reflect our core values? What do you mean by this? Quite often you can fall into a trap of your values being a marketing exercise and having them on your website. And you know this is all the reasons why you should do business with us. So there are lots of ways that I think you should use your values, like making decisions on hiring people and rewarding and recognising and so on. 
But also as a business, is the decision we're making right now in alignment with our values? So one of the values in my business is brave. And by avoiding a conversation or a decision you know, that's potentially an, a cowardly response, <laughs> we'll, say, we'll call ourselves out and say, hey, remember, one of our core values is brave. We need to enter the danger and get this done. Or even some businesses, their core value might be innovation. And if they're sticking with something because it works and not innovating, they're able to say, actually, is that choice or that decision in line with our core values as a business? And they become like the first stop of a guiding mechanism. Mm. Well, your second consideration is, are we ready to take responsibility if it doesn't go to plan? A bit of risk management here. Can you tell us about this idea? So I often say to leaders that the good news being a leader in a business is if things go well, you can take credit for it. (laughs) But you also need to be prepared if something doesn't go well to remediate or even sometimes take the blame. That might seem a little harsh. But when you make a decision to do something, knowing that it may not go well, you need to be prepared to own the fact that you made that decision. And for the same token, you decide not to do something, potentially an opportunity lost or missed, You need to be prepared to own that as well. And I often say when we're trying to make a decision, what's the opposite of that? What are we going to miss out on? And if you're comfortable with that, let's keep going. Let's make that decision. Mm. Your third consideration is, are we reacting or responding? Yeah. So as a parent of two young children, I get a daily reminder several times a day of reaction versus response. (laughs) Uh, And they spend most of their time reacting. And in business, we can fall foul of the same thing. And if a decision feels like a decision, but it's actually just a reaction to a situation, I encourage people to slow down just long enough. Even sleep on it is quite good advice, I think, sometimes just to to give ourselves an opportunity to respond in that moment instead of letting emotion dictate the outcome. Well, fourth, you suggest asking, what does my experience tell me? Why ask this question? Yeah, you know, I teach an approach to solving issues that first of all, we need to know what the issue is and what is it? Let's give it a name. And the second is, what do we know about it? So I'd say in a small business, there's probably only really a handful of issues uh, and they all just have different names. It's usually people or process or, you know, sometimes it's system breakdown But I'd say most of the time we will have had some sort of relevant experience in a situation. So slow down long enough and say, what what have we done in the past? What worked? What didn't work? It almost dovetails in with react versus respond. Mm. Your response can simply sometimes come from, this is how we did it last time. Let's learn from that. If it went pear-shaped, if it worked well, then let's be efficient decision makers and leverage that experience. And sometimes you can just push through based on what you've done well before. Well, Dan, finally, you say, consider that no action may in fact be the decision. Yeah, this is something that I really drive home with the teams that I coach is that we don't need to take every opportunity. We don't need to solve every problem and especially not now. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you need to give yourself permission to park things, to focus. So quite often the best decision is no decision. Or the best action is no action and saying, you know what, we've got bigger fish to fry right now. Let's just push that to the side. Let's avoid chasing the squirrels (laughs) and focus on what's most important. And that can be really liberating and it can just allow you to channel your energy into really what needs to be focused on at that point in time. That was Dan Williams, business coach at EOS Worldwide. 
This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more Be Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.